0: Hi everyone, welcome or welcome back to the United Citizens of Europe podcast. This is Luca and this week we're going to talk about the access to the COVID-19 vaccine. We gathered testimonies of non-Europeans living in Europe and Europeans living outside the EU border. We have examples of non-Europeans living in Sweden, Italy, Netherlands and France. And then we have EU nationals living in Taiwan and UK. So, hope you enjoy. Hello,
1: I'm Emil Aji, a Syrian-Swedish living in Malmö, Kenya, the southernmost province of Sweden. Vaccination in Sweden began relatively early. I can't recall the exact date, but I know for a fact that Sweden was one of the first countries to begin vaccinating its population. As for the age groups that are allowed to... uh, be vaccinated. As for now, it's different from one province to another. Uh, for example, in Scania, where I live, uh, everyone who is born in 1991 or earlier uh, already can be vaccinated for free. As for the age groups that are allowed to uh, be vaccinated, as for now, it's different from one province to another. Uh, for example, in Scania, where I live, uh, everyone who was born in 1991 or earlier uh, already can be vaccinated for free. As for now, I haven't been vaccinated yet as the group age has only recently uh, extended to include me. As for now, I haven't been vaccinated yet as the group age has only recently uh, extended to include me. All medical documents in Sweden are available in Swedish, English and several other languages. Uh, Additionally, every patient has the right to demand an interpreter uh, whenever it's needed.
2: Hello, everyone. My name is Wei. I'm from China and I'm studying in the Netherlands right now. Uh, Yesterday, I got my first shot of Pfizer COVID vaccine. And now I'm going to have a brief introduction about the vaccine schedule in the Netherlands and how the vaccination is going for the nine EU residents. First, the health workers, they have the highest priorities, so they can get the vaccination from January already. And for the people who does not work in the Netherlands, it also start from the 25th of January, but it depends on the birth date, which means the older you are, earlier can you make an appointment for vaccination and all of this information are accessible uh, via the official website of the Dutch government and they are all written in both English and Dutch. Uh, I'm very happy that in the Netherlands uh, as long as you live here you are a legal resident uh, you can get the vaccination free of charge And in the beginning, the speed for vaccination appointment was like one age group per day. For example, like if you were born in the 1980s, then they say, OK, the people who were born uh, in the 1980s or before can make an appointment. And then uh, at some point it got speed up. So about two age groups per day. And all this information are like announced through the LIVM, the, which means the National Institute for Public Health and Environment. And also you can see this information from the Twitter of De Jung, who is the Minister of Health. And then if it's your age group, then you can make an appointment. You can do it via the, the DIGD system. And there's a system for like the registration, um, if you're a, a Dutch resident it's very easy to make an appointment the English translation is available and after you get an appointment you will receive a letter of invitation at your address and there are three papers inside and one of them it's just states that it's a letter of invitation and the second one is like the process for making an appointment in Dutch and it is the same like if you do it online and uh, the third one it's like a declaration form of your health condition like whether you get other vaccinated before whether you have any allergies or uh, if you have a surgery etc and this declaration form is in dutch it's sent to your address You can you need to bring it uh, if you want to get the vaccination, but you can download the translation uh, in English and in other languages on the website. And then around two weeks, uh, you can get a vaccination depends on where you live. And uh, the system will match a place, a vaccination point that is closest to you. And it also depends on the cities. Uh, for example, in Groningen is a city with lots of students. Uh, but in other surrounding towns nearby, you can get it faster uh, because there it's not a lot of like students who are the same like age group as you. And yeah. Then it's the vaccination, the vaccination day came, and uh, you just need to bring your invitation letter, your identity card, your BSN number, your declaration form, and you can just uh, go there directly. Everything is very well organized. Uh, Maybe you need to queue up for around five minutes, then someone will guide you to like a small uh, section room, and then you can get vaccinated and it is actually very quick only 10 seconds and afterwards you will get a printed notice means that okay you are already got the first one or the second one um and then you will be guide to a waiting room you need to wait for 15 minutes and if you don't have any bad reaction or like allergic effects and then you can leave so uh this is my Mm, the whole process for me as a non-EU student to get vaccinated in the Netherlands. Uh, generally speaking uh, it is uh, very nice, it is free of charge, everything is well organized, because I'm not working in the health sector, so it's uh, the priority It's uh, about the age, so I'm really really glad that I already get a first shot. And I'm looking forward to the second shot. Yeah, thank you very much. And I'm glad that I can share the story with the United Citizens of Europe. Thank
0: you. Hi, everyone. My name is Anton. I'm from Russia and I'm studying in Europe. Uh, And here's my vaccination story as a foreigner. So the vaccination campaign, its very beginning found me in Germany, and there was absolutely no way for me to vaccinate there because it was only for professionals and for other very limited groups of people. But when I moved to France, the vaccination campaign started to roll out quite widely. Even though my several attempts did not leave me anywhere, I was uh, turned around at the very desk uh, of the medical office in Strasbourg, uh, where I was studying back then. And uh, it wasn't until, I think, May 13th uh, when I finally got an opportunity to make an appointment for the first dose which was very frustrating for me because uh, I'm from Russia, as I said before, and in Russia the vaccination campaign was very available. Uh, It was very slow, uh, but for other reasons. And still the vaccine was very available. Uh, Anyone could get it, and all my friends got vaccinated uh, way before me. And in general, it was not hard for me to get an appointment. However, uh, it's very interesting that there were no students' uh, offices' information or information from university th- about the vaccination process and the vaccination availability for the foreigners in France. So I had to dig the information myself uh, and I had to make it out all by myself, which was uh, not very comfortable because uh, my French, is it sucks. say the least because uh, yeah i came to france during the pandemic twice so i did not have a chance to practice as much so it was quite a challenging task to just uh, find the right place and in fact uh, the first time i got my appointment uh, in the beginning of may in the middle of may i would say i by accident i found it on a dog leap and uh, the first appointment i made was an hour, an hour and a half away from Strasbourg. So it was very, very far away, and I didn't know it. Uh, I did not uh, look it up uh, on time, and the interface was all in French. It was very confusing. So, yeah, I couldn't I couldn't make it. Um, but then, with the help of uh, French-speaking France, I could reschedule my appointment to a closer, um, a closer facility here in Strasbourg. Um... When the day of the appointment came, it was quite easy, I would say. I I think I did not experience anything, any difficulty in, in that regard. Um, however, again, absolutely, despite the fact that Strasbourg is considered to be Euromitropole and I was in a very central facility for vaccination, Uh, I think it's even called the International Vaccination Facility in Strasbourg. And there was absolutely nothing international about it. Uh, All information was in French. No one spoke English uh, or any other language for that matter. Um, Yeah, but by then my French was more or less okay. I I could could explain myself and I could understand what people were doing. But I would assume that uh, some people might have experienced a lot of difficulties in that regard. Um, yeah, a lot of paperwork, uh, which was also all in French. Um, but the good thing is that uh, I was not asked for uh, a carte vitale or any insurance in France. Um, I was very worried about this, but, uh, you know, apparently no. And I know that uh, it was also, I think, in Macron's idea to make it available for international students in France as well. So, yeah, there was... Um, there's no, There was no need to show any proof of identity or proof of French identity, for that matter. But the, the difficulty was with, uh, um, in terms of language only, I would say. And, yeah, that was pretty much it. Um, I'm still waiting for my second dose. And, uh, again, if it wasn't for the French language, I think I would just make it faster. Uh, but I'm not sure how to do it. And... Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just waiting for it, and still I'm very thankful for the opportunity to to do it despite my not French origin or lack of any kind of uh, affiliation with this country. It's still very nice to to make it here. And now it's uh, much easier, I think, even for um, non-French speakers, because there are many apps that uh, build upon uh, DocLib, for example, and help you find the nearest vaccination center. So it is getting better, but I would say not with the help of uh, French government, but with the help of the community in general. Yeah, and that is, I think, my story. And I wish you all to vaccinate as soon as possible. Thanks.
3: Hello, my name is Tadiwa, I'm from Zimbabwe and I'm currently living in Milan, Italy where I am working as a part-time teacher for an English language school. The vaccinations in Italy started in December, towards the end of December last year and are still ongoing. Um, Priority was given to the elderly first so you know those in the 80s 70s 60s and then in the past month month and a half registration became open and available to people in my age group the 30s and then the 20s as well within the same month and priority was in terms of it was not based on citizenship but you had to have the Tessera sanitaria card which is the health card the national health card in Italy, and a physical code for you to be able to register online. And I'm only talking about the region where Milan is based. While the process itself of getting vaccinated or registering online for the vaccination was very simple and straightforward, i.e. all you needed was your health card number and your physical code um, or your tax code, it was Not so simple if you are a student, a foreign student or a foreign worker who is in the process of uh, applying for residency or who doesn't have a health insurance card, for example. So in my case, the process of trying to get the health card was such a long process because we were on a lockdown when I started the process. And then by the time they got back to me, several months later and they gave me my, my health when they registered me in the health system, uh, according to the system of Italy. If my permit is expires in less than six months, I cannot be given a health card. Therefore, without the health card, I cannot register online to get vaccinated and the the relevant uh, the helpline the hotline that they gave us had strict policies not to accept or to help anyone who did not have a health card number so i was kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place um i reached out to a couple of um influencers who i thought maybe they could voice you know they had a podium to speak and they could try and help the foreign students foreign workers in the same situation as i was but it was really difficult i think like with the vaccination it was literally an um, each man for himself and god for us all type of situation if you know what i mean so uh fortunately you know i i kept looking online and kept calling the the green um the hotline number that was given to me trying to see how they could help me because technically I have, I'm supposed to have access to all, you know, health facilities because I have been registered in the health system, but they cannot give me the tax card because according to their laws, if my permit is expiring in less than six months, I cannot be given a card. The actual health card and without the health card i don't have the number needed to register for the vaccine but i think probably because there were a lot more students and a lot of you know foreigners in my situation the municipality or region had to find a way to try and help everyone so eventually on some platforms uh, a couple of women You know, she just shared information and news about how we could register. So officially there was nothing that was said, no messages or anything that was given to foreigners of how they could log on. I have absolutely no idea where these women got the information that they did, but they just shared it on Facebook. For example, in my case on the Facebook platform and how to do it. And I just followed the steps that they provided and um, um based on that i was then able to register for the vaccine but again you know trying to register for the vaccine uh, the first date that was available well if what well, at that time which was about a week ago was the 30th of august so imagine having to wait for your first dose of the vaccine from You know, I've been trying to register for the vaccine since I would say like um, mid-June and finally being told, yes, sure, you can register for the vaccine only or you can get the first dose of the vaccine only on the 30th of August. That uh, was a little bit difficult, but as luck would have it, I was one of the few fortunate ones so far who was, who has been able to find an available date, probably another person's cancellation, uh, to find a slot for the beginning of, for like a week ago. So I managed to get my vaccine a, a few days ago, actually, a few days ago, and my second dose will be next month. The actual process of getting the vaccine was, extremely extremely simple nothing complicated and you know the treatment was fine everything was orderly at the vaccination center the only challenge that i had was um and that a lot of international students and workers had is or are having is actually being able to register everything is in italian Right. So when you make your booking, you get your date, the location in Italian. Uh, And then you just have to use Google Translate. And for, I think the next biggest challenge that I have now is I got a message a couple of days ago saying, Or once you get your second dose and you want your green passport for the, for proof that you've been vaccinated, you can log on to a specific website. But again, the biggest challenge is for you to gain access to that information or to that green passport, you need your health card, your testera sanitaria card, which, as I mentioned before, I have been told I cannot get it because my permit is expiring in less than six months. Therefore, I'm not sure, and I'm afraid that I may not be able to get the green passport for the vaccination, which might cause problems later on, maybe for work, because my work involves, um, might involve, depending on how the COVID situation is, might involve having to go to teach in-person classes. And to do that, I would need proof of the vaccination.
4: Hi, I'm Francesca. I'm Italian and I currently live in Taiwan. I am a master student here at National Zhengzhou University. So the vaccines had a rocky start in Taiwan. They started around February or March 2021 and it was a little bit later than the rest of the world. It was hard to get the vaccines. In the first place, there were some issues, because a big chunk of the production of vaccines for the Asia Pacific region happens in China. And um, there are currently political issues with China, because um, China claims that Taiwan is part of their country, whereas Taiwan acts as a de facto independent country anyway we did get the vaccines but um at the beginning it was only for uh, taiwanese Mm. citizens since uh, the COVID situation didn't get bad until a couple of months ago we were basically living like nothing was going on in the rest of the world Um, there were like there were very strict rules on entering the country and on quarantining, so they managed to keep the virus under wraps until um, May. So at that point when the vaccines first started, no one wanted to take them, so they quickly opened up the vaccines for uh, self-paying patients. So everyone could just go to a hospital and book a vaccine and pay for it. And this went on until May when COVID hit here too. And we started a what they called a soft lockdown. So we can still leave our house, but with strict rules and every, basically every business is closed. At this point, they started Um, vaccinated again just following the some priorities Um, the first priority were diplomats then old people uh, pregnant women the only category that was not included in the vaccination program was foreign students just as myself so I couldn't get the vaccine now they're having issues because some people are starting to refuse the vaccine again and vaccines are going bad um, so they're slowly reopening the self-paid um, vaccination for um, foreigners and for everybody actually um, there has not been a big push to get vaccines for foreigners. First of all, because of the political situation, there are not enough doses available for everybody. And the second is that even if COVID hit, it's still not as bad as it could be. The, high, the day with the highest number of people uh, People that got COVID was 420 people. So it's definitely lower than the average in European countries. So I think people are still not scared and do not feel the need um, to get vaccined. The problem is that without vaccines, then this. Breakout. out, this outbreak of Covid could happen again anytime. So I think the government is now trying to push everyone to va- get vaccinated.
5: Hi everyone, my name is Ariana and I'm from Italy and I'm currently living in the UK in Manchester. Um, I'm a worker, so I'm an employee. I work in marketing for a big company. And in the UK, the vaccination started around December, approximately. They were one of the first countries to roll out vaccines. So the campaign started quite early in comparison to other countries in Europe. At the minute, they're vaccinating people aged 18 and above. Um, they tried to do a rollout that was quite even across all categories. So, first of all, people who were key workers, such as um, nurses, doctors, got vaccinated, and then people aged 19 above till 23 and then now 18. At the minute, um, there's still, it's still not clear if people below the age of 18 will get a vaccine, as they say, um, probably, what they can experience after the vaccine can be worse than actually getting COVID. So it's still an ongoing conversation, whether if they'll get the vaccine or not. Um, And for what I know, not nationals can get a vaccine. Specifically, my case was a bit peculiar because I lived in the UK before Brexit. And for any EU nationals who lived in the UK before Brexit, um, we could apply to something called pre-settled status, which gave us permission to live in the UK for five years and have and keep all our, all our rights in the sense that uh, we have right to work, right to access the NHS, which is the national health system. And so basically we've got every rights we used to have and we don't have. And there's no difference between us and um, British people, which is quite good. Um, In my case, basically booking a vaccine was really easy. I just got a message from the NHS telling me that now people aged 25 and below um, were gonna get the vaccine. So I just had to open the website, input my NHS number, which is a unique reference number that you're given once you sign up to the NHS system. And then once I inputted that number, I had, a really big list of vaccination centers near me, where I could um, book and get a vaccine the day after. I think I booked one two days after uh, they opened the vaccinations because the time and the place was more convenient for me. So I booked that time and then I basically received an email with a QR code and once I had that email and message I also could book my uh, second dose Specifically, I booked it in a different place because I used to live in a different city and then I moved to Manchester. So I'm going to get my second dose in Manchester. That was quite easy as well to do. And then once I got to the vaccination center, there were lots of people who offered help, who suggested what we needed to do, who explained the guidelines and then helped us, um, directing us to the booth, get the vaccine and then wait the 15 minutes before um, Leaving the vaccination centre. At the minute, I'm not sure if non-nationals um, cannot get a vaccine because, um, as as far as I'm concerned, everyone who enters the UK needs to have and um, leave permanently or work needs to be registered with the NHS. So either they're EU nationals who have pre-settle or settle status, which is Um, permanent right to to stay in the UK or if they're non-EU or non-UK people who moved. um, I know that for sure they need to have um, like a private or public um, health insurance in case something happens to them. So in that case, I think they will still get the vaccine because it's a matter of like national safety. So I'm quite sure if they if they have a visa and everything and they they're legally in the country and have all rights to stay, I'm quite sure it's quite easy for them to get a vaccine. I have a friend I have a Mexican friend who actually got the vaccine. He's got his visa, he works in the UK. So the process was really straightforward for him as well. And it was pretty much the same process that I had to go through. Um, And then basically I'm not sure if there's any movements or organisations um, that take care of people who are not legally registered to the NHS because I know it's not something really common because um, everybody basically needs to be registered and I know for sure that in the areas where there was a high risk of people not getting the vaccine or not going to the vaccination centre they've opened walk-ins so in areas i not like majorly populated by muslims communities or i don't know like other minorities um they opened big vaccination centers so that they could easily access the vaccine and still and still go and get it without having to queue or register or use technologies because more people are not tech savvy so yeah that's it
0: We really hope you enjoyed our episode and if you enjoy what we do, you can follow us on Spotify, on Instagram, on Facebook and all the main social media platforms. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, please give us a good rating because that will really help us.
1: Thank you.